lifestyle. It's the bachelor lifestyle. Can I sleep for a minute? It's my first impression, Rose. Prime back the Jay Stewart breaking down all the shows. It's the Bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison. You crying in a limo sent home. How embarrassing. The most dramatic. Welcome back. You are listening to the Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. My name is Brian Beckner. We are. I mean, I don't know what we're going to talk about because they're running out of storylines on this show episode. I think this is five. And they do like eight or ten. I don't know what they're going to do. I am joined, as always, by the co-host of the show, our dear, dear friend, Jason Stewart. Jason, are you finding your clarity? Hello, everybody. Yeah. Hello there. Hello. Hello, everybody. That's right. There it is. Um. I found my clarity. I'm 50, so I I know exactly what I what I'm looking for and what I need. There it is. So no, I I found it a long time ago. But clarity was the buzzword of Gen Z. I don't know if it is anymore. You still hear it. Like there was, it appeared in this episode, but uh, not as frequently see, not as frequently as literally uh, or vibing. This was this was a very Gen Z episode. Gen Z was Gen Zing everywhere in this episode. Gen Z finds a lot of importance in their birthday. Yeah, no, I mean, I think I think uh, the female gender takes a little bit more glee in birthdays, and they make a big deal out of it. That that kind of goes back to our generation, but. When you mix the Gen Z female together, then it it gets to be a little overwhelming. Um, yeah, we'll get to that. Okay. It's, um, it's a tough one. Now, I I do have a just a note. Okay. I mean, I like to I like to give talent notes. You know. Yes. Um, when starting a podcast, and you know that your listener is locked in. Whoever's listening right now is choosing to listen to the podcast. That's what's cool about this okay. format. Never a great idea to, as one of your first statements, say, I don't even know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> we keep it real. I mean, we'll find stuff to talk about, but they are they, are, they don't have contestants that we've heard of. They don't have storylines. They don't have anything. I agree with that, but you know, you're, you're basically giving the listener, it's like, oh, if he doesn't know what he's going to talk about, I guess I could just find another podcast in a sea of bachelor podcasts. We're going to take him for a ride. Let's go for a ride guys. All right. Um, you know, we hadn't gotten to a rose ceremony. It's been like two or three episodes since we got to a rose ceremony. So they, they finally start this episode with a rose ceremony that we, um, the women have, the leverage. So there's, I think there's seven women and five and 12 guys. I want to say yes, but the cliffhanger last episode, like one of the worst cliffhangers is uh pretty boy, Sean and what's his name? S uh, uh, what's the other, uh, is it Aaron S Aaron S they know they're going home, but Sean like looks up to the heavens and says, I, I, I need someone to send me a uh, a lifeline or a miracle. 
a, a bachelor in paradise miracle. Please have somebody walk down those stairs. That's right. It was just so disgusting and scripted and, and lame. So a big surprise as a woman walks down the stairs just minutes before a rose ceremony, which, which has never happened. And I can't say it's the greatest catch in the history of the bachelor franchise. In fact, I could probably say the opposite. It's, it's a woman named Sam. She claims to be 34. Um, and the reason why we don't know Sam by looks is because she's never been on a bachelor America franchise. Wild. She was on Bachelor in Paradise Canada. Unreal. Which I didn't know existed, but if it does exist, she didn't even say she was on the Bachelorette Canada. Like, right. it sounds like she was just on an offshoot paradise in Canada. That yeah. is her connection to the show. Where do they even get the candidate or the contestants for Bachelor in Paradise Canada? Don't you have to be on a Bachelor before you can be on Bachelor in Paradise? Like, there Are there no rules anymore? What is happening here? And what is paradise in Canada? Is it Prince Edward Island? Yes. Uh, is it Banff? <laughs> I mean, I spent a weekend on Victoria Island in, in Vancouver, and yes. it's beautiful. Maybe that's, maybe that's paradise. Well, it's Bachelor in Paradise America, USA, does not take place in oh, the USA. True. Good point. Good point. Thanks. Yeah, but Sam is like, you know how Canada is like America light? Yeah. It's it's like America, but you're it's it's the United States, but you're like looking through foggy, fogged up glasses. That's Canada. So <laughs> Sam is like she's like a bachelor in paradise contestant, but forty percent less hot. Yeah. No, she's a little rough. And, and eight years older. Yeah, she's a little rough. Um I think the the first compliment that's paid to her by a cast member is yeah, you got a lot of tattoos. Wow, I didn't hear that. Yeah, that was the first compliment paid. Um, so she comes down, and all the dudes that thought they were on the chopping block are now, oh, wait a minute, I get I get a lifeline here. And she literally has like 30 minutes to speak to these guys because she has a rose. She comes down to the rose, and uh, Sean, of course, is really thirsty. Um, Aaron S. is thirsty. And Peter, Peter thinks that he is also in trouble. And he does the always the tried and true tested icebreaker. And he asks her how old she is. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And this Peter, I mean, this is one of the great underdog stories in the history of The Bachelor. Never heard of him. No idea who he is. Nobody likes him. He's been on literally every episode and never in jeopardy of leaving. <laughs> yeah, Who no. is he? He's, have you ever seen that Woody Allen movie, Zelig? I miss Zelig. Who, who are the stars of that one? Well, it's Woody Allen, and it's it's about this guy, Leonard. Yeah, I know Woody Allen does it, but he right. typically has an ensemble. I don't remember who else is in there. Oh Leonard Zelig is like, he's always at like history's greatest events by accident. That's this mm. this Peter mm. is a Leonard Zelig character. I know it's high concept. <laughs> Sorry, not the best reference. <laughs> um, How about so, Forrest Gump? Better. Yeah, you need to pick somebody who hasn't had sex with his daughter. I, I think that, that's. 
That should be the rule. The rule of bachelor, um, the bachelor lifestyle moving forward. Um, So um, the thirstiest of of all the guys that just really wants to stay on and be famous is Sean, who just completely shit on himself last episode because he he had Rachel. They were a couple, and then he chose to 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 look towards another cast member, and it it bit him in the ass. Braden was an opportunist, and he stole Rachel. And Sean is that left on his own? Well, he he lays down next to the Canadian. And she just keeps calling him too young. A, a little baby. Yeah. Uh, just someone who's very immature. And she keeps referencing something that just drove my super hot girlfriend, Christina, nuts. She she kept saying that you're so young that your uh, frontal vortex hasn't yet uh, come together. Right. Cerebral cortex? cerebral cortex is that what she said okay. no no she said it wrong you're right yeah but i think that's she, what she meant okay and christina's point is that that all comes together at a, a relatively young age and it's not anything to even worry about but but um the canadian keeps mentioning this that it, that that it hasn't come together in in in, in his in his uh skull yet and well, he's basically, I, I'm not sure she he, means that literally, but either way, she's just maybe. not into him because he's too immature is what she's saying. Well, let's put it this way. If she's being metaphor, metaphorical, metaphorical, if she's if if she's if, if it's a, a metaphor, then I give her much less credit than I than I should have been given her. That that that's actually that's pretty smart if that's her thing now. Uh, Sean is dejected. He gets shot down. He keeps trying to talk his way out of being too young for her, and she's not having it. So, um, so she goes through the dudes really quickly, and then the f- first row ceremony in God knows how long starts. We have the Givens, which is Kylie, uh, Kylie and Avon. You know, remember Kylie is ready to get engaged like yesterday. She's found her with person. Avon. Yep. Uh, Rachel gives her rose former bachelorette. Rachel gives her rose to Braden who, uh, who's done a phenomenal strategic job in this season so far. And we really have the whole gamut here, right? We got an an actual bachelorette on the bachelor in paradise, which has never happened. And then somebody who's never been on a bachelor. Yes. It's the, it's the whole range of possibilities. It's, it is the wide variety. Um, and then Eliza and Aaron B are the cute black couple on the on the the island. They tried um, to do a little misdirect there with John, a little bit, but no, yeah, it didn't really work. Cat, who's we're going to find out pretty quickly that it's her birthday tomorrow. She gives her a rose to Tanner. Now the context here for those just tuning in for the first time, Cat was all up in Braden's. Uh, business to get the rose from the guy from Braden, and then the next day when Tanner came, catches her attention went to Tanner. So Braden has been calling her this backstabber. You got to watch out. He's Kat got a vendetta. Isn't legit. Well, Cat gives her rose to Tanner because she thinks Tanner is on board. So that that's a little foreshadowing. Well, at that point, he is. At that point, and that's the key to paradise. At that point. Anybody is in for anything until somebody walks down the stairs. Um, Jess, 
as she reasserted herself in this episode as one of the most emotionally immature people in the history of the franchise. And that's saying a lot. I I had forgotten Um, that she had an emotional breakdown on Zach's season as well. Yeah. She, she just can't actual feelings just overwhelm her. She's not, the poor thing's not very bright. Cerebral cortexes. She's 24. And a literal child of the, you know, of the straw poll of Twitter response, you know, which is you could take it as a barometer for maybe most of the people that listen to our podcast. People are a big fan of Jess. Like pe- oh, she's yeah. very attractive to our listeners. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm a fan of um, hers. She picks the Canadian Blake who by the end of the episode, I'm convinced is gay. I, I didn't see, I didn't see it in his, when he did like three bachelorettes, and then ended up winning a bachelorette. Um, I didn't see these tendencies, but I, I'm getting, I'm getting the gay vibe with Blake. And oh, I didn't, I didn't get that. And I usually me. do. Yeah. I usually can see that. Take for instance, Sean, who's definitely gay. Well, I mean, I, I, I know I did, and I thought you did too. Who's the guy who actually came out? Is it Corbin? What's his name? Oh, Colton. Colton. Yeah, we we called that. It's like two seasons before he came out. So yeah, that's true. Our gaydar is pretty good with that's these true. guys. And I th- I'm, I'm on to Blake a little bit. We got to gotta keep observing that. Um, I mean, Blake is one of the great, like hot commodities. Yes. In bachelor world. Everybody's on to Blake. Well, he's a good looking guy. He's handsome. Uh, Olivia, who is great TV, She's young, great. sassy Latina. She's she chooses John Henry yep. over Peter. Cause remember she was really, she loved being the subject of a love triangle and she was playing this to the tilt. Well, that, she chose, that was, she chose John Henry. That was a little misdirection cause she was with Peter, but then she went on a mm-hmm. hot massage date with John Henry and then came back from that date. And within 38 seconds was making out with Peter again. So yeah, there She's was some, enjoying we're wondering, it. yeah. She's enjoying this. Um, Mercedes chose Tyler, the uh, the short guy with six pack abs, instead of Will. Papa shot tycoon. Now this means the end of Will. Yeah, Will finally, yeah. after three strikes, Will is out. Three times um, Will declared that he had found the one. Yeah, and all three times he got dumped. I was kind of hoping that he could get a rose. Just so he could discover another the one, <laughs> and he—I um, mean—he really got a raw deal. He got dumped three times and almost broke his hip. Yeah, I don't know if I, yeah that was that was a good one, but I I don't know if he got a raw deal or if Will is just completely gullible and yeah. fell for every trap that this that this franchise offers up to a guy like him. Um, Canadian Sam, the new cast member, after a big dramatic. Rose ceremony pause picks Peter, the guy with nine nowhere. lives. Peter has survived into another episode. No clue who he is. He's, he's I don't think she zealot. does either. He's a she doesn't zealot. know either. Yeah. yeah. She, I think Peter was the least offensive between, and these guys are going home. Sean, the Kendall, Aaron S, the fireman who for, I guess the rules of bachelor in paradise could not go 
and be with a girlfriend who's having a procedure. Uh, John, the Asian guy, and Will. So Sean, Aaron, John, and Will are done. And we're going to start another day in paradise. And guess whose birthday it is? Well, hold on. Let's put a cap on Aaron S., by the way, who was so distraught that his love, Sam, left with her gastrointestinal issues, but not so distraught that he would leave with her. And then two days later, he doesn't get a rose, so he also leaves. So why not just leave? You, you had met somebody that you liked. Why not just leave with that person and go back to the hotel in Puerto Vallarta? Instead, you stay, you let it end. You stayed there and eventually left as well. It's so hilarious. It makes no sense. It, his character arc on the show is just so typical. Um, so the next morning, now we, we're seven, to, seven and seven, right? We're back to the men have yes. the power. They get the rose. That means we're everybody see is coupled. Yeah, everyone's That's an important you know, distinction that they don't make. That's true. No one mentions um, that. But the new format moving forward is they're gonna, a bunch of women are going to come down the stairs, and then the women could catfight, which is always the more dramatic dynamic, which we we like better. So, um, guess whose birthday it is, Brian? I'm going to take a wild guess. Is it Cat's birthday? Do you know? Do you know why we knew it was Cat's birthday at at sunup, right when breakfast was starting? Do you know how we knew that it was Cat's birthday? Did she perhaps announce that it was her birthday? She told us. She told us on camera, and she told the cast it's her birthday. And today they're going to have a darty. That she called it a darty. A darty. What's a darty? Daytime birthday party. Oh my God. Where everyone gets drunk. Darty. It's her thing. Yeah. Do, do you find, you know how like people are like, oh, day drinking. Should we do some day drinking? Do you find yourself like me at our advanced age that I exclusively do day drinking? Like <laughs> as soon as that sun goes down, I'm ready for bed. I, I, I just thought it was funny that she says, we're going to have a darty and we're going to drink during the day as if yeah, what do they that do? isn't every single day on Bachelor in Paradise. That's all they ever do yeah. is fake <laughs> yeah. play football games yeah. and drink. Um, so it's Kat's birthday. She lets everybody know that. Now, remember, Kat's with Tanner. So life could not be better. She's turning, I think, 27. 27. And she has a guy. She has a guy that she just is like, fawning over so much so that he's she a real, says he's to a the real camera, yeah she's she's like she says to the camera that um i can't wait to open mouth make out with tanner today on my birthday she's like bring on the tongue aren't all makeouts so open who who makes out closed mouth <laughs> that tells me that she hasn't done that with tanner which is weird because they've Right. They've been a they've been a couple for at least a half a day. Look, we just don't um, get Gen Z is the thing. Yeah. Um so almost nobody's excited about about her birthday, but they they kind of placate her and they they act like they're excited. Um but here's the problem. Jesse hands out a date card to Rachel. Oh, and, oh so 
Kat was fully expecting to get the date card because it was her birthday. Because it's her she, birthday, she Brian. thinks the whole day, everyone's day, should yeah. be about her because it's her birthday. It, it was really I mean, irritating. Jesse and all the producers should all be on the same page. If it's somebody's birthday, they get a date card, which of course means they're going to make it not about her to drive her insane. She is primed to be completely manipulated and humiliated. And that's the price of fame in the world of bachelor. Um, Rachel welcomes the date card and she's acting all excited about it. And I'm thinking this is someone who went through an entire season of the bachelor. So, so far that she made it to the, the final end and Clayton told her and two other women that he had sex with all of them. Um, And so she's not stranger to dates. In fact, she was also a co-bachelorette and had many dates, but for whatever reason, she's excited about this date to go to that same fucking uh, resort that they have to go to on a date, because I'm sure if they travel outside the resort, they could get, mugged or kidnapped right so they have to go to the same resort for a date every time the one they have a deal with yeah yeah um so she's holding up a date card and she's like me and brayden are going on a date and brayden's fired up and they're gonna go make out and gonna paint each other and they're gonna uh rachel makes the comment i've never been good friends before i was a girlfriend. I've never been good friends with my lover before I was a girlfriend and I'm me and Brayden are becoming good friends. So Rachel, according to her, has taken the right path to a good relationship and they're having a good time. Um, meanwhile, back at the beach, Kat is just throwing a fit because yep. it's her birthday and she didn't get a date. Yep. But they're they they're continuing with their darty their party. Meanwhile, and, um, meanwhile, she and Tanner had already had a date. And is isn't a, a darty with everyone? You want to leave everyone on your birthday? Birthdays are if you want to be celebrated, you want to be around people, right? Yes, that's a good point. Good point. Now, getting in the mind of Gen Z, especially female Gen Z, I think she she thinks that it's it's more than a day, like. I don't know any female Gen Z right now that thinks that bir- a birthday is just the day itself. It's true. It's usually it's the, the month. It's the weekends leading up to yeah. the birthday. Um, it's a, basically a month. So it's I think month. I think she thinks she's got a lot of time to celebrate. And the problem is the big record scratch is that Davia comes down the stairs. Completely unknown to yeah. everyone that's ever seen The Bachelor. Well, as Kat put it, Again, very egocentric cat. Davia from my season showed up. Right. Yeah. My my season. Night one cast off. Not Zach's season. Not Zach's season, but my Davia from my season showed up. Um, by the way, Davia says something to Jesse that no human being has ever said to any human being. Um, Jesse's talking to her before she, she goes to the beach, and she says, yeah, um, my goal is to put myself out there in the most authentic version of myself. Right. As if there's, as if you could have the goal to have an inauthentic version of yourself. Cause this is Gen Z. They, but they bring the, different who, selves. 
Who the fuck talks that way? Yes, kids. Put myself out there in the most authentic version of myself. Um, which I've always just thought it was the old. I'm just going to try to be myself, you know, yeah. and see if people like it. Great. If not, no big deal. Uh, it's the only way it works. Yeah. Um, women are freaking out because Davia, according to them, is just drop dead gorgeous. So the women automatically are threatened by Davia's presence, especially Kat, because it's her birthday. I, I get- Why would the gods bring a gorgeous woman down? On her birthday, Brian. I get that Gen Z's always like, you're a queen, you're so hot. Like Davia's like the ninth hottest chick there. Like she's <laughs> like, I mean, Sam from Canada just showed up. And look, she's a she's a little messy. She's you know, she's gone home with some gentlemen late night at bars, you can tell by looking at her. She, I like her better. Then Davia, Davia does nothing yeah. for me. Like let's let's calm down on Davia. Um, she looks around at the cast mates after after coming down, and she says, "Tanner, could I could we talk?" Well, of course, Cat automatic. She has a horrible poker face, and because it's her birthday, Cat's oh, yeah. like, "Wait a minute, this should be against the rules." But Cat. Uh, um, Davia pulls Tanner and they have a extremely superficial conversation. Tanner Tanner is so uh what do you call it? empty and so, he's just a, just an empty vessel that Dull. I guess yeah. looks pretty good. He's tall. So like Tanner basically says um to the camera and then he tells the castmates and then he tells Davia in the private meeting, I I really like your eyes because one is green and one is blue. I really think that's cool. He says it, Brian, three times in a five-minute stretch. That's the only thing he could say about Davi, Davia here. Also, not a student of the mystery method, a.k.a. the game everybody's telling her about her two different colored eyes. What you're supposed to do is neg her about like, dude, what's up with your eyes? (laughs) Like that's the move. Don't you don't compliment her the way everyone else does. You find a way to make her feel insecure. Everybody knows that. Everyone knows that. So she talks to Tanner and you know, cat is just really freaking out and everyone's trying to console her. Hold on. Remember why she, why she told Jesse she wanted to meet Tanner. Because, uh, because because he's, he's good looking. No, because he's into fitness and I'm into oh, fitness. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I mean these these relationships have such a deep foundation. It's crazy stuff. Like he's into fitness. He gave me a fire emoji. These are right. like yes. really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was even. Massive, he liked my picture. Yeah, massive gestures uh, among Gen Z. So he, they talk, and then he comes back to the group. She walks up to the group and they thought that she that she was going to pull other men. And she just this is what she announces to the group. Again, nobody ever says this out loud in real life. Um, I'm going to be intentional and decisive. So, um, Tanner, will you go on a date with me? And Tanner, like without hesitation, says yes. Now, Brian, if we go back to the replay, this is when Kat 
this is what Cat has an issue with. That Tanner, without hesitation, says yes. But then, then he asks Cat to go down and talk about it. That's the crux of what draws Cat crazy for the next two hours, is that he didn't in the moment say, before I Hold answer on. that question, yeah. let me talk to the woman that just gave me a rose last night. Well, since I've already blocked it out, what did she do when Tanner asked her on a date when she was Ex- loved up with Braden? Exactly. And Aaron B., this is actually one of the, the best things he's ever said on camera. He's usually a huge vag. Yeah. Aaron B. kind of sums it up perfectly. Um, he says, this is karma. She did the exact same thing to Braden. Now it's time to take your medicine. And that's exactly what happened because she had she didn't have any hesitation. She got set up. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. S- same thing just happened. So um and keep in mind, Braden and Rachel are off painting each other. So Braden has not realized. Date. I was angry about that date. The pa- they were acting like they were having so much fun dumping paint on each other's heads. It was not fun. It was no. stupid. They were faking it. No one would like that. That was the dumbest date I've ever seen. Yeah, it's really messy. Like if stupid. if I need if I need turpentine, right, and yes. a shower, yes. I, don't, I don't. It's not a fun date. Where's the thinner? Yeah. Also, they they're they're like we're like real pinatas. You're nothing like real pinatas. And she's like, you look exactly like the sun. What? <laughs> he had like a f- fake sun p- pinata in front of him. It was just exactly was so like dumb. the sun. Yeah. It was filling time, is what it was. Speaking of the word exactly or literally, um, Tanner says yes, and Cat tells the camera that this is literally her worst nightmare. Um, I can think of one nightmare that's worse than this. Showing like, up to school naked. No, no. Coming home and seeing your mother being killed by a, Jeez, uh, Jason? by someone who just broke into the house, Jeez. like killed in front of oh you. Oh my God. That's so but, dark. But my po- my point is eaten by a shark or a tiger. My, yeah, my point is this isn't literally the worst nightmare for your guy to be talking to another woman. That's not that's not the worst nightmare. No, um, yes. And so they talk on the beach and have a very it's one of those things where Tanner isn't good at communicating and then Kat is doing one of these passive aggressive things where she's like, "Well, if you want to go on the date." I mean, if you, if you want to, and Tanner's like, Okay, yeah, I want to. And uh and they go. Well he's then, he's he like kinda is gaslighting, which is fun. Where he's like he does that thing where he's like, you know, how am I gonna know if I don't test myself? This like, is where I clarity just, comes just, up. Yeah, I just need clarity. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. dude, the, no who's believing that? No one's believing that. You're you're complete yeah. this is all bullshit. Because all of us know what a date's gonna entail, and Kat knows yeah. this very well. If you go on the date you guys are going to be making out in front of fireworks before the night's over. And it it's not just going to be a, you know, I'm just going to seek clarity and see if she likes me. It's typically these dates are pretty physical. And yeah. once you, the history is once you lose a, a person to a date, you're losing them for good. Usually. Um, usually, usually. Um, now cat, she's becomes a subject of pity through the rest of the, um, of the, 
uh, episode, Kylie tries to console her. It gets really old seeing people try to yeah. console her. But she then destroys Dom- a pinata. She's like, it's oh yeah, it's too much. She's yarning off. It it reminded me of the movie Airplane, where Jeff Stryker keeps changing seats, and his seatmates all <laughs> commit suicide because that was that was that is what it was like to yes, have to listen. That's to exactly Kat. what yeah. it is. Yeah. That's a that's a great movie reference. Um, she Braden comes back from his date with Rachel. They're full of paint. And Braden is really enjoying the fact that Kat now is in misery because she just did the same thing to him a couple of days ago. Um, so Braden is liking this. He, he cares and, too much, by the way. That's a bad look. He he's yeah. found love. He he was given a gift. He's now with Rachel Recchia. Like, yeah. Stop stop gloating in her yeah. pain. That that's a bad look, and you should you should know that to not show that to Rachel that you're still kind of hanging on to these hateful feelings. Um, so as you said, in a very produced bachelor in paradise moment, you could tell the the editors and the producers really were proud of themselves on this one. There was a juxtaposition to be had here. Cat was hitting a pinata in rage and they would cut back to the date where Tanner and Davia are kissing. They would go back to cat hitting a pinata. Then they go back to Tanner and Davia dancing. They were like tango and, dancing. They had to have taken lessons. Yeah. You don't just yeah, know tango, how to do yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but that was the scene and it was really loud and Braden was eating it up and it, you know, she's just enraged and the other two are having a good time. So that just kind of sums up how the, how the whole day went day went for her. And then Canadian Sam, after um, after all the pinata stuff, just out of nowhere says, um, "Hey, everybody, welcome to the first Bachelor in Paradise Truth or Dare series." It's wild. She just says that out loud. By like, the way, by the series. way, series. <laughs> by the way, yes, series. By the way, the inaugural series. Somebody would be smart to just throw a rose at Sam because I've, I've known Sam's in my life. This is, she's, she'll be fun. She's, she's into it. You know, just throw that a rose and have fun on the beach. Trust me. Yes. Yeah. She's good to go for sure. Um, she says the first ever bachelor in paradise truth or dare. She just makes something up. And they just do it. They just do a series of truth or dare, or they do a they do a segment of truth or dare. Um, so I know, fast forwarded most of the truth or dare. I did too. At one point, I, they were like Mercedes was like truth, and then the guy who was ever asking the question goes, "Make out with somebody." Yes. Yes. That's a dare. It, that is not truth. No, it's funny you say that. Most of them were dares. And Mercedes made out with John Henry. On and then, tr- that was truth. And then Kat did a body shot off of him. Oh, and you love and, that. And those were dares. And then someone does say truth, and then it just becomes a dare. And I forget I forget that, what that that's was. That's the one I just yeah. d- described, Mercedes. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I said to my super hot girlfriend, I, uh, that was a truth. And they're, yeah. they're, they're physically doing something right now. So, yeah, that was – they didn't know the game, I guess. No. 
Um, so uh, this is when the seeds of um, uncertainty are planted with Jess and Blake. And then Jess and Blake becomes a drama. So Because Blake, uh, Jess get, t- does a truth, and somebody's right. like, is Blake the the one for you on this beach? And right. she paused. Yes. It, w- it was like uh, Nomar Garcia Para between pitches. It was like, who was that? Who was that reliever the Dodgers had that? Pedro. Pedro, Pedro Baez. Baez that took yeah. 48 seconds between every pitch. She paused for so long. People were checking their watches. And then she's like, uh, yeah, of course. Yes, he is. Yes. Like the, the least, the, the least sure assuring. I yes. love you. That's ever happened. Um. So Blake picks up on that and now he's like wait this is weird i thought blake and i i thought jess and i were like i thought we were pretty solid for bachelor paradise as far as that's that goes and blake like sits her down and he's like (laughs) i think he says he tells jess that he feels unsureness in her it was kind of like a yoda line like i feel unsureness in you like I don't even know if unsureness is a word and the way he put it, it just completely overwhelmed her and she starts crying and she can't express herself. And she's, she starts contradicting herself. Like, no, that's not it at all. And I, you're, you're the one I have feelings for. And then I, I don't know. And then she just walks off. She's, she's, she's so Gen Z express herself. She's like, I've I've just been doing everything for you and all my friends and I just want to do something for me. And I'm like, what is she talking? Like what she's. So that contradicts what she just, she starts off by saying, I have, I do have feelings for you. And then she says, but I've been doing things for everything else, but me, like it's, it's just such a, an immature exchange. And she's overwhelmed by the smallest of things. Um, Jess is, is a 13-year-old in She's uh, very maturity. Young, yes. um, and so that becomes the thing. Blake is like, well, let me give you some space. She's like, no, but ah. And she's just, she's so frustrating. Um, so Davia, who just came back from this great date with, um, with Tanner, pulls Kat to chat. And I want all of our listeners. Now, I know a lot of our listeners don't listen or don't watch the show. They that's just right. listen to our podcast. Now, that's cool. And we, we love the fact that you do that. But if you have a chance to watch, at least forward to the part where Davia talks to Kat. And you can see visually the duplicitousness of women. I, I, I mean, I don't think either of these two women are very bright or emotionally mature, but the way they talk to each other is so, uh, both amusing and educating. And that, you know, Davia just wants Tanner cause he's hot and he's into, uh, what is it? Into fitness. fitness. And he, he just wants to move on with Tanner 
But Davia feels the need to want to console Cat at the same time. You can't serve two masters here. Right. But Davia is just so, again, duplicitous and, and so playing both sides. And this, this conversation just doesn't make any sense at all. And then both of them leave with more questions than answers. And it's just, it's so, it, it's a perfect representation of two women having a very emotional conversation where nothing gets, nothing gets accomplished. And they're both acting very disingenuous. So you have to check this out. Um, so uh, Tanner finally um, gets to the group. And I guess he slept in or something. So after this Davia cat chat, Tanner gets to the group and, and pulls cat. And that's the cliffhanger that Tanner is going to pull cat. And there's going to be a bunch of fireworks because cat is going to erupt. Yeah. Cat's um, cat's going to bounce. So she doesn't have to not get a rose. Probably like that's the move. She's going to save face by having, by making big, having a big grand freak out to get a lot of TV yeah. time, then she's going to bounce. And I would say, or cat's going to pick Peter. I, Peter is the, the guy with nine wives. No, so. the, no, Cause the, the guys uh, have the roses. Yeah. Um, that's right. Peter's going to pick cat. Um, the foreshadowing for next episode is uh, it looks like Aaron B gets screwed over by Eliza, who very, very shocking. And then former bachelorette charity shows up and the stupid edit on the, um, on the tease is that she, she becomes like a cast member, which reality Steve told us isn't going to happen. Of course, charity not. just was the bachelorette. That's not going to happen. They also so treat Char- her like she's Beyonce. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to treat her like, exactly. They're going to, she's going to show up and they're going to act like it's uh, the greatest gift to human beings showing up to the Island. So uh former bachelorette charity shows up next season or next, uh, next episode. The, the, the guys have the roses and we'll see what other women come down the stairs. So exciting. Uh, all right. Excellent recap, Jason. Your, our show was so much more interesting than that, than that episode. Not bad for a podcast that began with the co-host saying, I don't even know what we're going to talk about. Great note, by the way. I appreciate it. Okay. For, for Jason Stewart, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been the bachelor lifestyle from the baller lifestyle.com. We'll see you next week. Chris Harrison, you crying in the limo sent home. How embarrassing, the most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your cards right, you might end up on paradise. Here's the key to the fantasy suite. Ball deep so you can sleep with your third or fourth girl in a week. We making a connection, we falling in love. We chilling in the mansion outside the hot tub. We starting in LA and then we travel the world. We toasting champagne, we got 32 girls. Who gets a hometown and who's the most hated? Who had the best date and who's getting eliminated? We always speculating like you wouldn't believe. But I cheated, logged on to reality, Steve. So it's the bachelor lifestyle, we living it here. Yeah. It's the baller lifestyle, we living it here. Yeah. It's the bachelor lifestyle, we living it here. Yeah. It's the baller.